You're listening to The Omni Show. Get to know the people and stories behind the Omni Group's award-winning productivity apps for Mac and iOS. I'm your host, Brent Simmons. In the studio with me today is April Ram, and she is a support human at the Omni Group. Say hello, April. Hello, April. So you are not just a support human, but a support human with an actual title other than that you are the email support lead yes so what what's that mean what's that entail that means that for years now i have adopted the job of going through and triaging all of the emails that come into our queues so i can make sure people who really need help fast get it so we have the urgent at omnigroup.com email address is that that goes into a specific queue and and you start by looking there or Yes. Well, all the emails come into all the different queues, but the urgent is where I throw people that need help right away. So people who have just emailed, say, info at Omni Group or those other queues that really should be handled right away, I send them to urgent. Mm -hmm. That also means that people who have just asking for feature requests that accidentally made it into urgent, I I move those out. That makes sense. So to some people, a feature request may feel pretty urgent. Yeah, Yeah, right. That's So what are urgent things? How would you classify something as urgent? In general, it's something that's blocking people. So things that like they can't use the app at all. It keeps crashing. They've lost some data. Things that we really need to handle right Mm. away. That makes sense. Getting people back up and running who need it. Yes. Yes. So you're the longest running support human. Uh, How long have you been here? We're pushing nine years now. Pushing nine years. I think. Math is hard. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool, though. So this is your second or third location? Uh, Second. Second location. So you're at the Inner Bay. Yes. Yeah. The support team doesn't really have app specialties anymore. In the past, have you or do you still kind of prefer one or the other of the apps when it comes to doing support? Or you just kind of do all of them? Well, because I've been here for so long, I have led on almost all of our apps. Mm. But now that we don't really do that anymore... I mostly try to fill in where other people struggle. Mm-hmm. So I pick up more of the OmniGraffle and OmniPlan stuff just because it's a little bit harder for most people. Uh, OmniPlan, I always imagine, has to be pretty tricky uh, just because it's, it's one of our apps that's not for everybody necessarily. It's for project managers. Right, yeah. Do you find that that's actually true? Yes, I think so. I think that um, project management has some very specific acronyms and some very proprietary mm. things that people are looking for. And if you're not a project manager, you may not really know what mm. those things mean or are supposed to do. And I find that we also have people that just want to use project management to manage their lives, which is mm. odd to me, but okay. Yeah. Well, if it works for them, <laughs> then that's great. Right? Yeah. yeah. I confess I haven't used OmniPlan myself. I mean, I've opened it, poked at it, tried to learn it a little bit, but I'm not a project manager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've tried to find everyday uses for it just so I could play with it more and actually use it more. And mm-hmm. it's not something I can fit into my life. Everything else, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty full. Maybe yeah. that's why. I have too much stuff. Mm-hmm. So I actually almost never see you because I work from home Mondays and Fridays. And you're working from home Tuesday through Friday. 
So the one day you're in is Monday. We're recording on a Monday. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> How's that going? Is remote work doing pretty well? You've been at it for a year or two? Yeah, it's been about a year now mm-hmm. that I've been working from home. It's so much easier on just my whole family. So it's been really great. Mm-hmm. I got my office set up pretty well. So I'm focusing on work and getting stuff done. It's it's nice. Oh, that's cool. Half the time I'm in my pajamas. So. <laughs> yeah, when I work from home, I uh, don't always look great. Yeah, no. <laughs> awkward when your boss is like you want to facetime oh gosh no i don't (laughs) (laughs) i've never facetimed into work i wouldn't be happy (laughs) i think uh brian just thinks it's it's easier to just have a quick chat oh sure and i get it yeah 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 Yeah. are you all set up with um being able to do phone support and everything from oh yeah from home yeah there's an app that the sysadmins have given us so we can answer phones from home it's that's cool yeah voice over ip makes that easy that's all seems vaguely like magic to me. I, I don't know how that works. It probably is. Yeah. 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 They probably yeah. have like chickens over there. <laughs> I try to stay away. I stay out of their hall entirely <laughs> yeah. as much yeah. as possible. It's a good idea. I don't know what's going on there. It's the, you know, I do hear the screams occasionally. Right. You just ignore them. I just, yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not it's better me. that way. <laughs> so do you have a, a preference? You're the email support lead, but you also do phone support. Do you like yeah. one or the other more? Or do you just like the mix of the two? I think I just like the mix of the two. I mm-hmm. like them both. I think that sometimes email is easier because you've got links to send or sure. step of instructions or something. But I also like answering the phone because you can handle things a lot quicker. You can make sure the customer is actually following the steps you've given them. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes it's just... You actually walk them through steps while talking to them. Yeah. 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 And sometimes have them just, okay, what screen has just come up? And then they can verify they've actually done the thing that you've asked them to do. And Mm. sometimes they're using an older version of the app that, you know, it's harder for us to be able to get to anymore now that we've, you know, upgraded or whatever. So... If they remind me what that screen looks like, it makes it easier. For yeah. Me. I imagine um, when you get someone on stock, they probably express some very nice emotions at that moment on the phone. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, that it's so. really nice just answering the phone. A lot of times we get mm-hmm. people that are just surprised that there's a human being on the other end. Mm. So, yeah, it's nice to answer the phone and they're still chewing on their muffin and I didn't know somebody was going to answer so quick. And then, <laughs> you know, when you can actually resolve their problem, they mm. do. It, it is pretty awesome. It's yeah. awesome feeling for, for me too. Cause I just, you helped a real person. I helped a real person get a, get and to, now their life is better. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. At least we don't have to FaceTime with our. Yes. Guests, <laughs> <laughs> that but, is really good. Yeah. 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 Do you ever do a thing where you can actually see their screen? I don't know if we do that or not. Uh, we don't have anything that we specifically use, mm-hmm. but in previous jobs I did use stuff like that. So it is nice mm-hmm. and sometimes customers have their own like they've got a subscription to like logman or that sort of oh, thing okay. i'm totally willing to log into people's machines but i just don't have a tool to do right, that yeah so. i think it makes sense that it would be on the customer because that's a big like trust issue right yeah so if they have something and they offer it right and yeah. i think that's a reason why omni hasn't really pursued doing mm-hmm. that because it is a i mean we're really sensitive about people's data so yep in fact, Ken Case was just at the Mac Tech Conference last week, I think, and that was basically his topic about being sensitive and protective of other people's data. That's definitely our thing. So how did you come to Omni? 
Don't tell me it was a Craigslist ad. I was totally a Craigslist. It ad. was a Craigslist. I think ad, of you know, back in my day, um, I think that's just what Omni did was Craigslist. Yeah. Saw the ad on Craigslist mm-hmm. at that time. Our titles were support ninjas, right? And I thought that was funny. Like I'd never heard a company refer to their people as ninjas. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. I worked in a Windows only environment. I'd never played with a oh, Mac. Wow. Never touched an iPhone. In fact, I was one of those people that was like poo-pooed all the the <laughs> iPhone people, uh-huh. all those Apple folks. You're so trendy. <laughs> Spending all that money just yeah. to get a logo. Way yeah. too much money to put an Apple on it uh-huh. right. with a bite out of it. I mean, who does that? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I was one of those. And then I saw this ad for Support Ninja and wrote my cover letter as if I was a samurai, equating the ninja. samurai to the Windows world. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, apparently that caught somebody's attention. Hmm. All my <laughs> snark got me the job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. But of course now we're support humans, and yes. I know there's a story behind it, and I I forget why. But uh, support ninjas was kind of a cool title. I like support ninjas. Yeah. I still have business cards that say support ninja. Yeah, yeah. I think on my tax return I still claim support ninja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting. Now a lot of people I've talked to grew up more or less in the Mac world. And you didn't. I didn't, um, no. Yeah. Were you interested in, in the Mac world or was more that this job was interesting it was, to you? It was this job that was interesting. I think, I yeah, I didn't grow up in a Mac world at all. I, mm-hmm. All of my education was all Windows-based, everything. So I think it was the posting for the job and reading on the website. And it just seemed like a really interesting world. Yeah. And now I'm here and I don't even know how to use a Windows machine anymore. (laughs) And you have an iPhone. And I have an iPhone and an iPad. I'm I'm fully assimilated. Yes. You have become one of us. Yes. (laughs) Life before Omni, you um, had a few different jobs, Windows World jobs. What did you do before this job? Before this job, I installed pharmacy systems. Okay. So I worked for a company called QS1 that the have pharmacy software and mm-hmm. I was a hardware technician. So I traveled everywhere west of the Mississippi and installed pharmacy servers, point of sale machines, workstations, pill counters, wow. all of it. Never occurred things. to me that they had so much software, but of course they do. Yeah. Everybody does now. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and without a printer, you can't have a pharmacy. They have to mm. put a label on your right. yeah. prescriptions. So a lot of printers, so many printers. I am a certified Lexmark repair person. Wow. I've never heard anyone say that before. They sent me to Lexmark headquarters so I could tear it apart and put it back together again. So was that a lot of flying, a lot of driving, a bit of both? Yes. Um, Anything that was reasonable to drive to, I would. I think the furthest I drove was probably California. But I've also flown Alaska, Hawaii, everywhere. That's cool. I'm kind of envious, actually, of the chance to see so much of the country. I yeah. Mean, that's, I mean, it would have been neat. on some of the places I did take extra time to actually see the country. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it was fly in, drive to the pharmacy, do the thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sleep at night, go home. Still, you could see something. Yeah. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if I bring up random city in Wyoming, there's a good chance you've probably been Maybe, there. Yeah. yeah. There's some places in Montana that are like way close to the Canadian border Mm -hmm. that it's easier to drive the seven hours to get there. Yeah, you can't even fly to those. Oh, yeah. I flew into 
Minot, North Dakota once. And that was super expensive because you had to go to Minneapolis and then backtrack to Minot. I imagine that the smaller towns are even harder. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, what did you do? I worked for the YMCA. I was a before and after school childcare provider. All right. This isn't like giving classes. It's more just like taking care of the kids. Right. Yeah. Finding activities, that kind of thing. Yeah. Keeping kids busy. I ran the center and then I had two employees that also helped keep the ratio correct. Mm. We operated inside the school. We would be in the gymnasium or their their lunchroom and parents could drop off their kids way before school hours and then come pick them up, you know, way after school hours and be able to have their own jobs while we take care of children. That's a good thing. Yeah. Because I assume this was... Was this provided by the school or was it like a low cost kind of thing? Yeah, YMCA is a not profit, not for profit organization and they do like a sliding scale. Okay. So it is paid to the YMCA. It is not paid to the school, but it is based on income. Mm -hmm. Where I was at, I don't think many of those parents probably qualified for the lower Mm, cost points, but it is an option. There's Mm -hmm. even just to join the YMCA for just their gym membership is also a sliding scale. Wow. I did not know that. That's cool. My personal experience with the YMCA is limited to going to the pool when I was a kid. There was one with a, with a swimming pool. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. They just opened a new Y up near me. Well, I guess oh, down yeah. near me from mm-hmm. here. They have public swim days. Oh, cool. But they open the pool for everyone. I joined. I'm a member. Nice. The only other thing I think of is that Village People song. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like they're... Um, mantra you have to know it to go there and you have to know the hand signals and everything yeah yeah Yeah, i always did that with the kids too oh cool yeah they thought it was fun i'm old enough to remember when that song was brand new (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's such like an ancient cliche now yeah everybody knows it but right i remember hearing it on my little clock radio i must have been 10 years old or something go and dance out at the (laughs) discotheque so my notes tell me that you were also a kind of a soccer mom at some point, a coach, coach's yeah. assistant and everything. I did that, yes. Yeah. I, my son plays soccer. I went and helped with his team for mm-hmm. a couple of years. He expresses interest in a thing, and then two minutes later, he doesn't care anymore. Mm. So I made him wait a couple Sounds years. Like a kid. Yeah. 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 He bugged me about soccer more than once for an extended period of time. So I finally signed him up, and he was really good. He was very good. And and I went and I did the soccer mom thing. What position did he play? He was either the forward or the goalkeeper. Okay. He's very fast, but also really good in front of that goal. So Mm. he's not particularly the tallest kid, but he's got a good jump on him. So he was really good. I was born on the other side of the soccer wave. So I don't even hardly know anything about the sport. But yeah, people love it. Yeah. He even went and tried out for Sounders S2 a couple of years back. Um, well, it's S2. S2 is the youth team for the Sounders. Oh, okay. So the Sounders kind of, they don't really straight up pick their players from S2, but people on S2 are practicing in the same space and oh, okay. you know, pretty close to the team. And you do get moved up to Sounders sometimes. That sounds awesome. So when you're not being a mom or a support human, you like to make jewelry. I do have a lot of hobbies, but right now jewelry is kind of the, the top one. Mm. I do wire wrapping. On semi-precious stones. This is completely new to me, the idea of wire wrapping. So how, do, how does that work? How, 
you have to buy some wire, I guess. Yeah, yeah um, you, that's important. That's part of it. All right. So wire comes on a spool. It comes in several different gauges. You probably want a few different gauges and maybe some different colors. And mm. I think copper is kind of a basic. Everybody starts there because okay. it's inexpensive and easy to work with. Um, and it looks cool, too. And it looks uh, cool. I, I really it, like copper. Yeah. You can buy copper where it's raw and it will patina. Mm-hmm. The various ways that patinas can be part of the art. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can also buy it so that it's already coated and it won't patina. So mm. it's, that's up to you. You can buy it pre-antiqued, which it gives it this sort of darker color. Mm-hmm. Or if you let it patina, it will turn like that green color. Oh, yeah. The copper itself is hypoallergenic. Oh, that's important. It yeah. is. Most inexpensive wire is copper core, and then you can like silver plate it. So if you okay. buy silver plated jewelry, that's usually what it is. Mm. Gold plate it, you can do all that kind of stuff. If you buy like sterling silver, that's more expensive. Um, but you got to be careful about sterling silver because sometimes that contains nickel, and that's what people are allergic to. Hmm. I wouldn't have had any idea that people could be allergic to nickel. Yeah. So you have a spool of wire and. Mm-hmm. You are wrapping semi-precious stones. Mm-hmm. How does you have to heat the wire or you have Not special usually. tools or how, there, how does that work? There are tools. I have lots of, they're usually different kinds of pliers and nylon jaw. So you don't mar the metal, mm. that sort of thing. But the most part it's done just using my hands and mm. start with a base wire, a couple base wires, whatever weave you're coming up with Okay, and take the smaller wire and wrap it around those. And how do you, choose the stones they have certain aesthetic or other types of qualities what what do you look for the stones i use are semi-precious stones like i mentioned i personally like to pick ones that i not only find pretty but also have healing properties to them Mm -hmm. if you're into that sort of stuff sure many people are so mostly like crystals different kinds of my personal favorite stone is a labradorite does it just come from labrador or I have no idea. No, I think it comes from everywhere. Um, Maybe not everywhere, but they're not super common. But the stone itself, when you just look at it face on, you may not see all the, you need sunlight. You need to turn the stone and you see different greens and blues and all kinds of pretty things show up in there. So I like that. I like art that reveals itself in different, through some amount of interaction. Yeah. Like um, the way copper patinas with time are a stone that you have to, you know, to, move uh, to see. Yeah. yeah. So is it copper the one that, where you can end up with the green skin? Yes. Okay. Yes, copper can, it's sharing its patina with you. I like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way of putting yeah. it. So that would be the case where you might, if you silver plate it, then mm-hmm. that's not an issue. Are there right. other ways around that? Yeah, and, there's lots of what you can, there are different kind of sprays you can use that will just coat the copper so that it doesn't mm-hmm. touch your skin. A lot of people use like a clear nail polish or if you like the look of copper and you don't want to change the color, mm-hmm. just clear coat it. But generally you don't because it's right. cool. As yeah, it, I as like it. Ages, I right? like the, the aging, the mm-hmm. patinaed look and the, the sort of weathered, you, know, you get the darker crevices and that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't usually cover mine. You have an Etsy store, right? And I do. I'll make yeah. sure that the link to that's in the show notes. What is the link to that? It's Neve Gone Wired. Neve is a Gaelic name, so it's spelled weird. It's N-I-A-M-H. N-I-A-M-H, okay. Yeah, yeah. my cousin suggested Neve Gone Wired because it was funny to her. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Maybe you could also send me some pictures of these. I could put them on the website with the show notes. That'd be cool. Yeah. 
That's also Instagram. I'll, I just put everything on all oh, the pictures okay. on Instagram sure. and Etsy and cool Facebook. And, Have you had any gallery shows or that kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I go downtown Kent area has a third Thursday art night. So the third okay. Thursday of every month, they have different artists come and hang out. And they're usually sponsored by some of the shops down there. Mm. So I've been there a few times and I go to a couple of different shows. I have a show coming up this weekend. Okay. Which, which if you're listening to this, it's in the past it's, now. <laughs> it's in the past. You missed it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the group that I go and hang out with is Urban Unglued. So Urban Unglued. If you look them up and you're in the Tacoma area, mm-hmm. I might be there. So you do knitting. You've done woodworking. You mentioned have, me earlier. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. I do enjoy woodworking and knitting and sewing. And I have so many hobbies and not <laughs> enough space for them. I like that all your hobbies are like real things that you can do. It's, yeah. You're not just sitting in front of a computer doing other computer things. Yeah, no, I usually yeah. just run away from the computer at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, my hobby room is also my home office. So okay. my work desk is, you know, on the right hand side and mm-hmm. my hobby desk is on the left. Oh, nice. And they're oh. very similar desks, mm-hmm. except one's full of computers and one's full of <laughs> wire and pliers and trinkets and how are you around the house when when things break i'm terrible but I, if you're good at things maybe you're good at that too oh yeah i'm one of those like my dad the jack of all trades and master of none so yeah i mm. i fix it when it's broken youtube is a really great source for figuring oh, out sure. how to do everything mm-hmm. i watch a video and then fix the toilet and then do it yeah yeah yeah, I don't know why I never would have thought to look on YouTube. Everything See, is I'm, on YouTube. I'm also terrible at the web. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. So listeners, if you ever need to fix something, try YouTube. Yeah. I already you, knew that. YouTube it. <laughs> Literally everything. That's oh, where I learned to wire wrap. Oh, okay. YouTube. Are you looking to get into other types of jewelry making or wire wrapping is your thing and you're sticking with I that? I enjoy or? wire wrapping. I want to do more metalwork, mm-hmm. smithing. I also think lapidary would be fun that's where you cut the stone oh that sort of thing so yeah i want to i'm really enjoying making jewelry and wire wrapping and working with stone so i think i just want to expand on that Mm. all right well i'll make sure that we get some pictures and uh link to the etsy store otherwise i think that's a good note to stop on so thanks april how can people find you on the web so i have a personal twitter it's just at april ram Mm -hmm. i We'll send you links to okay. my wire wrap stuff. And you've gone wired. Um, that's on Facebook and Instagram as well. Cool. I'd also like to thank our intrepid producer, Mark Bosco. Say hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. And especially, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you. Music. Music.